Okay. Erev Tov. We're just trying to finish up Perik Lamed Vav. In the Moran Evuchim, we're discussing how the Rambam is saying that it's really bad if we do not believe that Hashem is non-corporeal. And we're even going to say it's worse than Avodah Zorah. And uh, we're saying Avodah Zorah at least believes in God, but they believe in other intermediary forces. So now we're up to right over here. That's, I believe, where we ended. Martin, it's page Nun Zion, about eight lines from the end of the page there. How can you have a situation? Where a person denies the facts of the essence of Hashem. And his knowledge of God is the opposite of what it is. Kolomar meaning to say she'enu ladato matzui that he doesn't exist. Osha ladato shneimer. Let's say there's two of gods. Osha sover shuguf or he's a body. Oshu ladato bal hispa aluyos. It's a being that can be affected by others. Osha miyachas lo eizem magrashi or we can associate with God any type of deficiency, any of those uh, failures. He needs to believe something. It's without a doubt. Yoser Chomer Meovet Avodazora. It's much worse than worshiping idols. Aldashu, because idol worship is not as bad because it's emtsoi. There are mediums, agents, omeitiva, either to bring good, omeira to bring bad. Lefidimir, the way the person understands it. So this is his main thought that this is worse than idolatry. So now it's gonna. Bavorn, so to speak, two kashas, you may say, well, wait a minute. It can't be that bad. So he says like this. First point, Vatoda, you should know. She calls man, she tehei, bidatko, gashmus, omaora, memorosov. And if you think for one minute in your mind there's some idea of corporeality, either through uh, and, or anything connected with corporeality, that Hashem is corporeal or connected with or can be affected. Haguf, Hinech, if you're going to be like this person, it's going to be the same thing we say about Zara. You are, you're provo- you are provoking. You are provoking jealousy. You're getting Hashem upset. You're bringing up a fire of anger. Fisone, and you're an you're an enemy. For Oye Vitsar and an oppressor. Yoser Chomer may Ovid Avodah Zara Baharbe much worse than idolatry, because idolatry hasn't touched the essence of Hashem. Here you're touching the essence of Hashem. Now. But you might want to justify, or at least be melamed schus on these people. She is melamed schus to justify, at least uh, explain why they're doing. Al mamine hagash is why do they believe in physicality? Bishel hayosei chonachach, because he was taught that way. The Rebbe explained in the Chumash that Hashem has a hand. Okay, omach masichluso. Let's say he's foolish. Because the circle says a very short ability of comprehension. So you might say that's an excuse, yeah? So let's see, could we apply this excuse to something else? What about a person who worships idols? 
He only worships idols because he's foolish or he is taught to worship idols. Is that any different? What does Torah say about an idol worshiper who was trained by his parents to be an idol? Do we say Tinuk Shanishba by idol worship? Right? We don't say that. And even though the Gemara brings an interesting point where the Gemara says, that they really are just following what their parents are teaching them to do. So they didn't really believe in it, but that's what they saw. So is that still not idol worship? Okay, so maybe we wouldn't kill him because maybe he didn't know it's, it's awesome. But it's still idol worship. Hashem t- despises one who worships idols. So, so, so hold on, hold on. But do, do we say do we say that? Do we say with the ignorance is an excuse by idol worship? We say the person is worshiping idols or not? And he was taught to worship idols, so it's not an excuse. So we're not necessarily talking about killing the guy. But it brings a lot of anger from Hashem. Hashem is very upset when people are worshiping idols. It doesn't matter what the reason is. So if you believe, so if you are distorting that, it upsets Hashem. You think it doesn't upset Hashem if you're distorting Hashem? It gets him even more upset. So ignorance is no excuse. Okay? Perhaps, I, so, I let me just, it's only another 12 lines. Let me finish this, and then we'll take all, any and all questions. Because I'm afraid we're not going to finish. But there's a second question, so maybe we might tie them both in. So th- that's number one. I- ignorance is no excuse. Okay? And as well, you know, unity and corporeality are not compatible. It's just not possible to say that there's one God if he is physical, because he's going to be made up of pieces. Vim Tomar kipashtak suvim. But the simple reading of Sukkim causes the person to make the mistake. What do you want from him? So what do you think? Where does the person get idol worship from? Where do you think a guy gets the idea of idol worship? If not from his imagination and ideas that are false. Also comes from mistakes. Idol worship comes from mistakes. Nimza she'ain he snatch loose. Comes like there's no excuse. Because you got somebody to ask, man. If you don't rely on the trustworthy people like the rabbis and the gedolim, if you're not able to think so deeply, so ask the rabbi. Rabbi, is God physical or not? And the rabbi says, no. Finished. Now here's an important point. The rabbi's going to say you don't have to be able to prove that God is incorporeal. You don't have to be able to prove it. God's not expecting you to prove it, but just not to believe it. Okay. For any choshev lekofer, I'm not going to get some consider someone a denier. If you can prove that God is, if you cannot prove God is non-corporeal, I'm not going to get a kofer. But I do hold someone who's a kofer if he does not um, believe that God is non-corporeal. If you don't believe that. 
Uberfrat especially, Imitsius Targum Unculus, we had the ultimate explainers who explained it in the Mamaloshin. They distance Hashem the most away from possible corporeality. And this is the goal of this chapter. Again, and um, uh, because if you have the wrong idea, you cannot connect to Hashem. So it comes out, chapter Lamed Hay, the Ramam is publicizing the mistake of corporeality. And Periklamid Vav is saying corporeality is even worse than idolatry. Okay? There's more for me to say, but now, thank you for waiting. You can ask any questions that you have. You may be saying the same thing. I'm just going to the point that you made there about Rosara and Latina Chinishpatu, where when we were growing up, when we were teenagers, you remember all these Jewish kids that were going over to India, they were going, becoming Buddhists and everything like that. So, I mean, they yeah, were, they were, they were uh, you know, they, they were, their upbringing was one that they didn't okay, have. Fine. Anybody. So, you think Hashem likes it? Yeah. He, he doesn't like it, but it should be I, punished. Who's punishing him? Who said we're punishing him? Where did we say punish him if he if he is shogeg? I thought we said there's no. It's it's despiteful, Tashem. Okay. So that, let me let me ask you. Let me ask you. A little Palestinian kid. Okay, kills a Jew because he was taught to kill a Jew. Yeah. Want to ask you a question? Do you hate that kid? Absolutely. Well, Lane, if he kills your son. Blows himself up in your shalai. Oh, it wasn't his fault. Okay. You don't hate the guy? Right? That well, my sense what he is. Now, the point we have to understand, and this what I'll I'll take your credit, but I just I know it's bothering Ron. You have to remember the Rambam, his key to Oilam Habo, and this whole idea, you're gonna get Oilam Habo. The whole point is that after you die, you go to Olam Haba. And even that before you die, you have a relationship with Hashem. Pray the Rambam, what's the key to all this? The key is the intellect. You're doing mitzvahs, you're doing all these things. What for? To have a relationship with Hashem. Now, if you don't understand who Hashem is, so go back to Marshall I gave on Wednesday, there's a big picture of the kala, and you have a relationship with the picture of the kala, right? So, but you don't have a relationship with the kala. The whole point is, what, what are we here for? To enjoy the pleasure of closeness to Hashem. If you don't have the right definition of Hashem, Hashem not punishing you, but He can't give you something that you don't, you can't, you you don't conceive of. As the famous Ford is, you know. Nebuch and Apicarus is fourth and Apicarus. An unfortunate Apicarus is still an Apicarus. If you don't believe in God, no one's blaming you. But we can't give you Olam Haba for it, can we? You don't. You don't. What? 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 You don't believe in it. And Alishem is going to explain it to you later on. So that it's unfortunate. It's very. uh, Hashem is very unhappy with a Jewish person who. and, And more than that, you could have asked. Like, why do you have to go to India 
Why didn't you feel to ask a rabbi right around the corner? Okay, so you can't say they didn't know. Cannot you, you understand there's millions of Orthodox Jews. Why didn't you go there and ask? Why don't you go to 7070? 770, it's just as, I don't mean any insult to Chabad, but for a secular person, 770 is just as unusual as going to an ashram. So why? Oh, the ashram, oh, that, mamish, I ain't going to find myself in India. And go to 770, they look just as weird, so then go to them, maybe they haven't, and there are Jewish, by the way, so maybe they would understand. So there is a certain degree of culpability. Ignorance is no excuse. What if, uh, you know, you, you didn't know the laws of uh, speeding. I didn't know. You didn't know. You can't drive a car without knowing the so, so therefore, there's no excuse in that area. We're not punishing them, but they're not going to Olam Haba because they have no tools to go to Olam Haba. Okay, what, what if a person's an idol worshiper? He didn't know any better. He didn't know any better. So it's still, it, the whole idea is left in the unity of Hashem, and this person doesn't believe in it. So that's a very hurtful thing, so to speak, to Hashem. And there's no way out for the person. That's the Rambam's way, okay? We're not going to look at the Kabbalistic way, uh, but that's this is the Rambam's clear opinion. So next question, whoever so, wants to go yeah. next. So, I mean, yes, maybe the same in a way, but... I'm Let's start about, with the question. I, I'm thinking of God forbid <laughs> where children were taken into a convent before the war. Okay. And they don't even know they're Jewish. They didn't make a conscious decision to to um, live their life with idolatry. Um, and they have they can't seek out help because they don't even know Okay, again, what so, about a goy? What forget about a Jew. What about a goy? He's raised a Catholic. They so, don't get it the goy doesn't get Olam Haba either. But a goy could get Olam Haba too. Every goy should get Olam Haba. You do seven misses for they know us, you get Elam Abba. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're supposed to get Elam Abba. She's not getting Elam Abba. This child had a Jewish soul, so they had a... Okay, then you have to go into a Kabbalistic realm now. That's a that's out of the Rambam's pay scale. You want to start You want to start dealing with... You want, you want to start dealing with Kabbalah. It's a Gilgal. It's a punishment, this and that. That's another way you want to go. That's more Hasidic, Kabbalistic. That's not the Rambam. We're not saying either one is right or wrong. My job is to teach you the Rambam. Okay. And now you want to get into Hasidus and Kabbalah and say, listen, there's Gilgals and this and that, and maybe it's a punishment for him and all these other things. It could be. But okay. one thing's for sure, this is not good that a person, you know, a, a Jew must know that God is non-physical because you have a total distort. This is going back to the 13. This is one of the 13 principles of Jewish belief. If you're missing on one, you are missing the boat of what it means to be a yid. And that's where you have to be very careful to teach it till people know it. You don't have to prove it. You don't have to know how, why it's so, but you need to know that. All right, next. So going back to my question on Wednesday. Okay. Because of Martin, I'll be afraid to better myself. I was saying that God wrote himself in the Torah with stumbling blocks, with my back, my face, my tongue, right. my leg, right, right, right. whatever. And the Rambam's answer is, well, you should ask someone. You shouldn't take it with face value. Right. Well, we respect the Rambam. I think that's a weak answer. Like, Why? Because God put so much of that into the Torah, it's not unusual, uh, not expected for someone to think that he's some form of a body of some nature because everything is, is there. And 
just to say you should ask. Well, I understand. If you're learning something that doesn't make sense, why wouldn't you ask? Wouldn't you, any child, every child asks, where's Hashem's hand? Show it to me. Who wouldn't ask it? Who wouldn't ask it? It's like such an obvious question to ask. You know, it's like a person saying, I didn't know there's gravity. I mean, you read a passage, it says the hand of Hashem. Every kid jumps, they all ask, what do you mean? Where, show me Hashem's hand. Right? It's just, you just need to ask. There's people out there. There's people out there. And you know what? If you want if you want to find uh, heresy in the Torah, you could find it no matter what. You can find it no matter what. what whatever, whatever you write, you're going to say, you know, God wrote the Emes. The Emes is the Torah. He understood this is the most accurate way to describe reality. He understood this. And you know what about reality? Reality has a lot of things. Let me ask you a question. Uh, um, this young boy, his father drops dead of a heart attack. Oh, why did Hashem do that? Because now the kid went off the derech because of that. Hashem shouldn't have done that. You're going to say that too? So Hashem can't run the world, basically, because of people who, who don't think and don't ask questions, and it's not their fault. You're supposed, you're supposed to ask. You're supposed to ask. You, there are people to ask questions to. Right? You, what do you want? Hashem just give you on a silver platter, no tests, no nothing, and just give up. Then why did he make this whole world? He could have left you up in Isla Mahaba. I mean, I guess the other side of my, my question is, how else could you write these things in the Torah for us to understand it if you didn't use... So you have a question. Why did you write it this way? You have to. You have to when, when you go up to the next Rosh we'll explain to you why. But again, it's not even why do things in the world happen that we don't understand. It's no different. The Torah is the blueprint. God is telling us there's going to be things in this world you're not going to understand, and you still have to believe in God. So now you're going to say, well, God, if you wouldn't have done a bad thing, the guy would believe in Hashem. So that's not the God I want him to believe in. I want him to believe in a God that is you trust him. I mean, let's ask some questions. Be a, a normal person would ask questions and look for answers. And if you're not asking the questions, you're not looking for the answers, then it's your own fault. So, so what do you get? So you don't get Ulamaba. That's just not punishing you. Remember, you keep on getting this point. Well, Hashem, we don't believe like the Christians. Hell and tar, uh, what, what, fire and darnation, what all these great brimstone and this and that. Never. He lost out on a great opportunity. So maybe his parents are at fault, or he didn't care himself. So fine. So you don't care. So what do you want? What's Hashem supposed to do? Give him full credit? Give him a trophy because he came and played? Right. Okay, go ahead, Mark. <laughs> that was controversial. If we have from Dozerad, Sport, dozens and dozens of these sports, everything ranging from Moloch and kids right. to uh, right. tattoos. Okay. So why don't we have dozens and dozens for incorporeality when it's even worse? Why do we have dozens and dozens of mitzvahs to believe Hashem? To believe to believe Hashem is one. We have but there's maybe forty or fifty mitzvahs that are specifically. To well, how many do you need? There's only well, so I, many I, ways. I, First of all, Vodazar is a problem, but God's pretty simple. If you believe there's one God who's not corporeal, that's saying, it. 
if it's such a serious one, you'd think you no, would be all because to go off the derech, there's dozens of ways to go off the derech. There's only one way to stay on the derech. Hashem is, is pretty simple. One God, finished, who's not corporeal. And the Sarek says that. That's all. When the emes is very simple. The sheker. There's so much sheker to go after. There's molech. There's this. There's, there's a million one things that are wrong. The emes is only one thing. There's one God who's not physical, and that's it. And he's in charge. You have to have bitochem, and, and, and that's all. So when we have the thing like that. You tell me how many more mitzvahs should we make no, in the positive. No, 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 so when we have the, the uh, mitzvah, like, or the, not to uh, draw the heavens and, and the stars, like not to make a... Would that fit into this? Is that is, does that that would border avodah zarah? It doesn't. It doesn't connect to the border avodah zarah. Okay. Now one last. Unless you do a picture of Hashem. That's what, yeah. Right. Okay. Now do me a favor. Um, let's. Can you minimize this thing? Like on the left side, press yeah, the yellow. Yellow, yellow. Yellow. Beautiful. Okay. Ooh. Now we're gonna go down to number seven. 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 Okay, so now this this whole thing is a big machlokes, the Rambam and the Rifat. I've mentioned it a few times, but I want to look at it inside. Look at source number seven. Chamisha, this is the Rambam, Hilchus Chuva. Chamisha Heini Kroim Minim. There are five that are called Minim. Okay, Haomer Shein Shemeloka, Ve'ain Lolomanik. Someone says there's no God and no one who runs the world. Or someone who says there is someone who runs it, but it's two or more. One who says there's only one God. But he has a physical body and some kind of picture. That's all I want to know. I don't have to go any further. Now, go two lines more. I don't know. See the plus right over there? It says, that's third line from the bottom. Put the arrow to the third line from the bottom, where it's a plus sign right in the middle. Yeah. Hasagas arrived. The rivet now, this is his argument. It's quoting the Rambam. It says there one God, but he is some corporeal. Omer Avram. mean. Why is he called a mean? Why is he called a heretic? People were better than the Rambam. had these thoughts. That God was corporeal. From what they saw in the texts. And it's more so what they saw from the Talmudic and the Midrashim ideas. That could cause the mind to be mistaken. Okay. So now, the Ram, so this is his question. So you got to understand that the Rambam does not look at these people as being primitive or foolish. Just like he didn't look at idol worship as primitive or foolish, okay? And he thinks that uh, the Rambam is denigrating people as being foolish. He says there's big rabbis who uh, who felt this way. And the Rambam's saying, I don't disagree there could be big rabbis who feel this way, but we gotta understand that it's still wrong. And even if they're smart people and they came to a decision that God had some physicality, because they're feeling, well, how else can you have a relationship with a God if there's not any physicality to him? So, it's, uh, the question is, so, the, so what is the real machlokas between the Rambam and the Raven? 
So the question is really, is corporeality idol worship or not? I'll explain in a minute what it's about. Is Rama says it's worse than idol worship, right? The Rabbi is saying it's not. Okay, well, what is idol worship? It's somehow of identifying God with another creature, right? We're saying there's God and there's other things like the sun, who's a minister of God, and then there's an icon who intermediates between us and God, or we may even slip into a pantheism, which says that the reality of the universe and nature are also identical with divinity, okay? So that's Avodasara, okay? But, uh, but corporeality is comparing Hashem to the creatures. It's comparing Hashem to the creatures. Is that the same as idol worship? So the Rambam says no difference between identifying something with divinity and comparing something to divinity. While the Ravid says there is a difference. That's really what's going on over here. Because the Rambam is saying it's no different because you're still making, it's even worse, it's a fundamental mistake in what Hashem is. It's a mistake in the foundation of all foundations. And the Ravid does not see as this is a terrible thing if a person makes this mistake because it's not worshiping other powers. Now, here's the real problem, the crux of the Mahlokas. How do we view God? Is God like one of us, just better? Or he's like, he's, he can't even begin to compare with us. Now, what's the difference? The difference is, will a person be... Um, what's the word? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Will be conducive to making change in his life. Okay? It's, you have to realize if there's a God, and God really isn't so much different than you, so I guess you don't have to change much. But if God is like so, to, such an other type of reality that's way beyond man, that gives you something to shoot for to shoot for and to grow, to, to attach yourself to an infinite reality. And that's what's so critical to realize Hashem's not just your big brother. So we're pretty much kind of the same anyway. No, you have to realize Hashem is so different than you and there's so much of the infinite reality that you can touch and you can grow to. This is a critical point for a human being to know. Otherwise, you don't feel any motivation to grow to connect to Hashem. And this is the big machlokas. And the Ravid is saying, you're getting too highfalutin for us guys. But the Rabbim is saying, you have to understand that Hashem is beyond. You want to connect. You want to have an infinite reality at the end of the day, right? Isn't that the other? So how can you have it unless you connect to an infinite reality? If God is finite, he's not an infinite reality. And then you are limited as to what you think Hashem is. So this is the core of the machlokas, and not to say this wasn't a big machlokas. This was a big machlokas. And they're saying, what's so bad if they think that God... But the Rabbim is more of the intellect. He's saying the core of spirituality is the mind. And if your mind has a corrupted view of God, then how far can you grow? And if you understand exactly what God is to our... Lim now remember, we're limited what we can understand. But we're going to say he is like so perfect and so beyond 
that has all kinds of issues now with Amuna and Vitachon. If God is your is your best friend, I guess he can make mistakes, no? Could he make mistakes? But if he's beyond you, then he can't make mistakes. So that that's the critical point the Rambam is saying. Okay, good discussion. But uh, I think we got that part clear. Yeah. Okay. Be well. Tomorrow we're gonna see the face of God. What's the face of God all about? The face of God. Hope the. Uh...